it's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. What's up, what's up, and what's happening to all my Auburn Tigers fans out there tonight? Welcome into episode 154 of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I'm here with my co-host, Dustin Smith. And we are here to talk about who will be leading the Auburn Tigers out as head coach in 2023. Man, this feels a lot different than 2020, I can tell you that, right? There's been a lot of traffic on social media. There's been a lot of traffic on the message boards, back and forth between Ole Miss and Auburn. Does Lane Kiffin leave Ole Miss and come down to the loveliest village on the plains? I don't know the answer, but man, there's a lot to talk about tonight, and we're excited to be here. It feels great to be an Auburn Tiger. Like I said, this feels completely different than 2020, completely different than the Brian Harson hiring. If we strike out on Lane, who do we go get? I feel like it's Hugh Freeze. We'll talk about it tonight. Can't wait. Enjoy this episode. I'm going to kick it over here to the Belly Up Sports Network, and then we're going to get after it. War Damn Eagle, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and tonight we're here with our co-host, Dustin Smith. We're here to talk some Auburn Tigers football and a little Auburn Tigers basketball, but first, before we get into all of that, Dustin, my man, how you doing tonight? I'm good, buddy. I'm bumping up. I got the heater on. I don't know how it is uh, up there in Mobile, but it's, it's getting cold here in Pensacola. Man, it is freezing, dude. I, I had I had a hoodie and a Carhartt on today, man. I was bundled up, had my Auburn beanie on. Uh, I don't do cold weather, Dustin, at all, brother. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, I'm a Florida Panhandle boy my whole life, so I ain't with it either, man. Anything below 50, and I'm layered up. <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way, man. I I can't stay. I can't stand it. Give me, give me 85, blue skies and sunshine. I, I'll take that all day, Dustin. But uh, man, we're hopping in here tonight. There's a lot going on around the plains. We know what is happening with the football program, Dustin. But first, I want to start with this basketball program, man. I know we got a game tomorrow night against Texas Southern. Uh, we're three and zero right now, but I know we played one a couple days ago, and we had an eighty nine to sixty five victory over Winthrop, and we moved to three and zero. I thought the Auburn Tigers looked like a completely different team with Chance Westry on the floor, man. And Dustin, I wanted your thoughts on just the overall picture that was painted for you with this Auburn Tigers basketball team the other night. I like the way you asked that question um, because honestly. You can look at the numbers, you can break it down, you can say, okay, well, we went 9 for 23 mm-hmm. from three-point, which is really, I mean, we, that's 39%. And if we're around 39%, that puts us in a good spot. 
yeah. still only shot 60% from the free throw line. That's got to pick up. Mm. But shot 39% from deep and then only turned the ball over eight times. Mm. That's, you know, uh, 17 assists. Mm-hmm. That's going to win you games. So, but in an overall picture, the good thing for me, Blake, is I think going into the season, I was I was worried about the three spot. Like, who's, who's going to handle that? Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a two-headed monster. I think that Chris Moore does a good job there. And I think that Flanda, listen, Flan gets judged a lot on his points. Yep. He played good. He played fine versus Winthrop. He did a lot of good things. He's a lockdown perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, there are times when, when he, if he's in the flow and he's not turning the ball over, which I think we've seen enough now as Auburn fans, where like if you go back to Denzel Purifoy and Austin Wiley, um, Sharif, you go back to these guys that have missed time and then are trying to come into the season. Uh, it just takes a little bit of time to get going, and they might not even ever get going that year. It might take one another. You think about Daniel Beerfoy, he didn't get going back right till the tournament yeah. in 2019. Um, basketball is a flow game, man. It, it, it takes your time. Um, so, you know, working into that. And now, Chance, listen, man, that kid is smooth. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Smooth, dude. Like, his ball handling, he's tight, he's clean, he's decisive. And again, working himself back from an injury. Yep. So, he's rusty. He's got to get into, into game shape. Bruce said it was going to be 10 to 15. He ended up playing 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nola pass was beautiful. It just shows you the IQ, the feel for the game he has. Um, and I thought it was telling that he came in and, and played point immediately. Mm-hmm. Um I think as the season goes on, if you were looking at it, you would say tight game going down the stretch. Wendell at the one, chance at the two, either more or flame at the three. Probably flame more times than not, but you can go matchups there. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I love about this team is you can go matchups. Same thing at the four, but probably would be Jalen or yep. you know Trey Orr. I think as the season go it goes on. Johan is just going to assert himself as one of the best players on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Broom at the five. That would probably be like your, your closeout situation. So just from just overall, it's nice to get the win. But a lot of good things happen. Chance got in there. Chance got flowing. Um, KD knocked down some shots. He's got to start seeing the ball go in. Uh, and everyone just, you know, like, man, if we come out tomorrow night and let's shoot, somewhere around 37 to 40 percent again from three let's kind of make it a thing and then at that point it's just picked up these free throws man but yeah i think you're starting to see uh roles defined you're starting to see rotations <laughs> zep uh called himself out on twitter basically said i gotta be better mm-hmm. and uh we all know what he's gonna do for us defensively no but doubt. if you can get eight from him like you got eight from him that's all you need just yep. efficient Eight points, knocked down a three or two. That's all we need from him. And uh, he called himself out, and he stepped up to the challenge. So, like I said, man, you can play matchups, and you're kind of you're kind of starting to see guys solidify what they want to do. Yeah, Dustin, and and one guy I really want to talk about, and I know Chance Westry got all the love and everything, and and look, his court vision is sensational. Uh, the ball handling, like you said, the vision, man, and the passes were. Man, they were second to none, Dustin. They were they were phenomenal, man. But 
the guy that I really want to talk about, and his name is Joe Nye Broom, Dustin. He had 18 the other night on the offensive end, and he had 13 boards, man. Uh, what is this guy going to do for the Auburn Tigers, man? How big how big of a factor is he going to be down the stretch late in the season for this team? So I want to talk about Zepp calling himself out. Mm-hmm. His tweet was, I got to be better, something along those lines. And then Janai quote tweeted that and said, I do as well. Mm. Well, 18 points, 13 rebounds, five blocks. That's mm. how you respond. Uh, um, he's got a... Uh, He's got that dog in him, as they say. You can see the kid plays with some fire. Um, I believe this is his last year of eligibility. Is that correct? I'm not sure on that. I'm not sure. I'm not totally sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, but either way, he's played a couple of years, so he needs to make an impression on the scouts. Um, but he's on a big stage now. He's with a coach that, they, you know, what do we have? 28 of 30 teams at the pro day. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be eyes on him. He, uh, he can have a big year and then he worked himself into the a second round type situation, late first round. You never know. Uh, Walker went higher than I thought he was going to go. Mm. Um, so I expect big things from the man. Um, you're never going to get, and Bruce has been vocal about this. You're never going to replace a general, a once in a lifetime talent like Jabari and then the defensive player of the year and Walker Kessler. Mm-hmm. But you're not that – that's not a terrible drop-off when you're going to a guy like Janai. And then you have other big men like Dylan. Who, Dylan looks better this year. Yeah, he does. Not not that Dylan was ever was ever bad, but, like, Dylan really look, – he looks a step quicker. He looks a little bit stronger. He looks a little bit more confident and assertive. Mm-hmm. Um that, that move he made to the basket where he dunked it, just really quick and explosive. I was like, okay, yeah. Dylan. Uh, so we're deep down there, uh, you know, down there with the bigs. And Janai's the anchor of that. And I think that can make up for what you lost in Walker. And again, matchups. If one of those guys is having a bad night, I can put in Jalen Williams. You know, mm-hmm. I can put in Johan. I can play depending on who I'm going up against and how things are going, I can use the hot hand or I can play a matchup defensively. Yep. And then when another guy comes in, I can switch it up and use what I need to do offensively. Listen, if you're coming up on the end of the game situation and you need some points, you can put Wendell in, get your timeout or whatever, and then put Zepp in there for defense. I mean, there's just so many things yeah. that we can do. And uh, trust me, Bruce Pearl knows how to how to do those things, and we all know that. So it's going to be another fun year for basketball on the Plains, man. Yeah, Dustin, and, and, you know, this Auburn team is super deep, like you were just going through and, and telling everybody they're on that breakdown, man. And, you know, one thing I want to say to some of the Auburn fan base out there, man, is is – a lot of criticism over the first two games and everything, saying that you know Auburn, you know they they can't shoot and this is this might be a down year and everything. And look, my only thing is the free throws. That's really the only thing I'm I'm worried about right now, man. Is because free throws they win or lose games, you know. But I can tell you this program could be a Tennessee right now. All right, like this team could be a Tennessee. They lost to Colorado the other night. At home, Dustin. And did you see our brethren 
Murray State. I was, dude, I was. Give the boogie. I was just about to say it. Poor Texas A&M, man. You could be Texas A&M, all right? Yeah, Murray State, all right? They knock off Texas A&M and Buzz Williams out there, you know? I mean, you're not that right now. You're undefeated, man. Fly high. Take it, you know? Florida? Yeah, look at Florida. Yeah. I mean, dude, this Auburn basketball team is special. They're great, man. Trust in Bruce Pearl. We're going to go a long way. And I know some of that frustration, Dustin, it, it comes from last year and getting eliminated yeah, early. It, 100%. It, gets, it comes from getting knocked out in the second round to a Miami team that just kind of caught fire, man. They caught fire at the right time in the NCAA tournament, man. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited for this basketball team. I'm I think that they can, you know, Sweet 16, Elite 8. You know, I don't want to say anything past that because I think that's kind of outlandish right now. We're only three games in. But, you know. Yeah, you never know, man. It's absolutely insane. When you see a 12 like a New Mexico State uh, in 2019 when they, you know, they almost knocked us off right there at the end on the final shot. And you, you just never know, man. So. Uh, I think there's big things to come, Dustin, with this basketball program, man. So, um, I'm excited for Bruce Pearl and the boys, but we're here tonight, Dustin, because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of hype, there's been a lot of talk, and there's been a lot of trash talk, Dustin, between two fan bases, man, and that is one our Auburn Tigers, and the other is the Ole Miss Rebels, Black Bears, Land Sharks, um, Juice Kiffins, what it, what it, whatever their mascot is, Dustin. I don't really know because they've changed it so much over the years. But, uh, you know, they want to get on Twitter and run their mouth and compare themselves to the type of program that the Auburn Tigers are, man. What are your thoughts? Look, we're just going to start there, okay? We're not going to go any further right now, but we're going to start right there, Dustin. What are your thoughts on Ole Miss fans getting on social media and comparing themselves to the Auburn Tigers? Well, first off, I'm proud of them. I didn't know that they existed. So, first time Man. hearing from them, first time seeing from them. Mm. I know that the Grove Collective should love Auburn fans today. Mm. You should thank us. You're, you might be up over 5,000 subscribers now. You might even have some money in there. So, shout out to Holly toddy and I look I look forward to petting Juice Kiffin <laughs> as he walks through Tiger Wall next year I can't wait um look man Old Miss you're cool mm-hmm. you're a founding member of the SEC mm. I respect him for that mm. Archie Manning yada 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 um in your best year it got beat by Potato Head. Mm. Mm. No. Like, you, you didn't do it to him, Dustin. You didn't do it to him. This is oh. facts. And, and, and let's look. All-time record. Mm. And we played the same We played the same teams. Mm. We've been playing the same teams since 1932. Mm-hmm. So, 90 years at least. Coming up on 100. All-time record. Auburn, 19th, with a win percentage of 626. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss can't even crack the top 50. They're 60th 
the win percentage, fifty-five percent. Mm. Y'all ain't even man. You barely average in a bowl. Um. Yeah, dude. Conference championships. Auburn twelve. Ole Miss six. Oh no. Let me ask you. When have you? When do you remember any of six? I don't. Mm. Man, I, I, not I can, in my I lifetime. Can, I, I can. I watch with my eyes. Auburn win several. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin, they'd never even played in the SEC championship game, man. And they oh, won't. Don't worry, yeah, I'm going to get there. Yeah, uh, go Heisman ahead. Winners. Heisman winners. Ole Miss. Uh, Tulane and SMU were playing right now. You got as many as they got. <laughs> uh, man. Oh, goodness. I, it's really, I don't want to keep doing it to you. Uh, I would get in draft picks. But I'll leave that alone. Oh, no. Um, yeah, consensus All-Americans. Ole Miss has had 13. Auburn's had 31. Oh, no. <laughs> Wins all time. Ole Miss, 665. That's good for 43rd. Mm-hmm. Auburn, 792. Oh, no. Another one. That's, thir- that's 13th all time. And here's the cool thing about that. 792. Let's say we get a win this weekend versus Western Kentucky. Don't be banned. So you finish the year out of 793. Mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin will be the coach next year when we get our 800th all-time win. How cool will that be? Ooh. How mm. cool will that be? So, yeah, man. Um, Ole Miss, I respect you. Like I said, founding member. It's really cool, man. Uh 1992 is when they put in the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State's been there. Now, when I saw that, uh, that graphic was going around Twitter, I was like, this is a lie. Mississippi State has never made it. I had to look it up. Yeah. That they did. I was like five or six years old, so that's why I don't remember it. But they made it. So, yeah. Ole Miss, it's like... The goal is to win a national championship, and Lane Kiffin wants to win national championships. Mm-hmm. And the first step into that is winning your division. Mm. And that is something that would be a ceiling-breaking type moment for Ole Miss football. They've never done it. Mm. Arkansas has done it. Mississippi State's done it. Missouri's been in here 10 years and they've done it. Mm. Mizzou. Mm. So, I don't know what, like, and it's, it's about perspective. Like, I don't think, I would never say that Auburn historically compares to Alabama football. I would never say historically yeah. Auburn basketball compares to Kentucky. Yeah. Like, know your plate. Like, just don't, but Ole Miss today, their fans are acting like like Auburn. First off, you're acting like Auburn can't compete money wise. Yeah, blasphemy, blasphemy, pure and blasphemy. That's, and that's nuts. Because here's the deal: they played a top ten game this weekend. Yep. Versus Alabama, versus the premier brand in the South. We played a three and six team with an interim head coach. Mm-hmm. We're three and six with an interim head coach, and we had more high-profile recruits at our game. Preach. 
Preach, Dustin. Like you're not you're not on the level. Mm. And I can't believe it's even having to be said. Like mm. that is even having to be a conversation. Mm. Because the growth and all that's cool, but like I have never seen and I will never see an Auburn coach have to come out and beg the fans to come to a game. Mm. Never going to see it. I'll tell you what I have seen this year. A future Auburn coach have to beg at his current school for fans to come to a game. Mm. Mm. What are y'all talking about over there? It's not It's not on you the have, same playing level. I have been to spring games with more fans than Jordan Hare than what they had Saturday. Mm. Hell, at Toomer's final roll, there was more people at Toomer's corner. Mm. And it's not a knock on Ole Miss. Auburn is a bigger brand. Yep. But I am going to knock you when all of y'all rise up and act like you're superior because you got your first win in six, seven years this time on our worst hire ever. Who went one and one versus you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dustin, man, like, here's my thing, all right? Ole Miss. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the floor real quick, Dustin. Ole Miss, here's my thing. Alright? You're locked on podcast guy, talking rubbles, whatever it is, alright? He come out today and he said I don't think people have realized how much Ole Miss has changed over the last ten years. Okay? Well, guess what, people? Ole Miss. Let's talk about how Ole Miss has changed over the last ten years, right? It's 2022, so let's date this back to 2012, all right? Dustin, in 2022, they are 8-2 and two with losses to LSU and Alabama, okay? Which takes me back to my previous statement that I've mentioned on this podcast numerous times, Dustin, is Ole Miss will never beat LSU, Alabama, and Auburn in the same season, all right? They have to play those three teams as long as we have divisions in this conference, they have to play those same three teams every year. All right, and not one year they will never beat LSU, Alabama, and Auburn in the same year. You hear me? It's not going to happen. Okay, especially not under the Saban era. And now you got Brian Kelly down there in Baton Rouge. It really ain't going to happen now. So then, in 2021, you went 10 and three. All right, your two regular season games that you lost, who did you lose to, Dustin? You lost to Alabama and you lost to Auburn. All right, so that takes me back to what I just said. You're not going to beat LSU, Auburn, and Alabama in the same year. Okay, it's not going to happen. So 2020, COVID, scratch it. Okay, you went five and five. All right, so let's go to 2019, Dustin. You went four and eight. Okay, 2018, you went five and seven. 2017, you went 6 and 6. 2016, you went 5 and 7. 2015, you went 10 and 3. All right. 2014, 9 and 4. 2013, 8 and 5. 2012, 7 and 6. And if you want me to take it back to 2011, Dustin, you went 2 and 10. All right. So where in the world has Ole Miss? Where have where have you changed? And in the past 10 years, where have you changed? Because I can tell you what you've been. You've always been a mediocre, 
bottom dweller football program in the Southeastern Conference. Okay? And I see people on Twitter, all right? I see people on Twitter saying, well, Ole Miss has the best facilities you'll ever see. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. I've been there. Wrong. I've sat second row. In, Dustin, I've sat second row in Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Wrong. I, I can tell you for a fact, you don't have the best facilities. Your baseball facility, absolutely top notch, top tier. All right. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't get it twisted there. Because guess what, Dustin? Like I've always said about Ole Miss, you're a baseball school. All right. Don't get it twisted. Don't try to step up here. Hey, don't don't step up in here and try to act like you're the big boy on the block. All right. Because you're not. You're not a football program. You're not. I hate it for you. It's just not there. You're not Auburn. And and you know, you won a national championship in baseball. Stick to that. Stick your guns to baseball, okay? That is your that is your bread and butter. Basketball, you're terrible, okay? So stop all this. We have the best facilities and all of this mad talk that you want to come at Auburn, and now you want to say Auburn doesn't have the money the money to throw at you, Dustin. Come on, man. We we have the most expensive lumber that you could possibly think of. Okay, like. Come on, my buddy. Like, let's not get into this argument. I really don't feel like it. I feel like I'm wasting my time. And, you know, I had a tweet the other day, Dustin, and I've I've said this a thousand times. The SEC West, as long as we have divisions in this conference, the SEC West is a three-team race. The SEC East is a three-team race, which means the SEC is a six-team race football conference, Dustin, and I truly believe that. And in no pecking order right here, you have Alabama, LSU, Auburn. On the east, you have Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, okay? Those are the six powerhouse programs in the Southeastern Football Conference. And if you think any otherwise, you're foolish. You're 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 just foolish. It's not even close, people. That's how it's always been. That's how it always will be, okay? And Ole Miss fans, all right? Mississippi State, they're also a baseball school. Your entire state is baseball, bread and butter. That is what you do best, all right? But Mississippi State even has a showing in Atlanta. They went in 1998. They won their division, okay? They won the West in 1998. They went on. They lost the SEC title game to Tennessee, all right? Tennessee went on to be national champions with T. Martin. Shout out, 251 for Mobile, Alabama. And you're... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready.
sitting here with Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and Texas A&M as one of the four SEC members that has never played in the SEC title game. Think about that. Think about who I just said, Dustin. Think about who I just said. Divisions are going away. They're never going to win it. Bang, bang. You bring me to my next question, Dustin. You bring me to my next question. You're with Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Texas A&M, and it's you, little Ole Miss, okay? Which brings me to my next question, Dustin. All right, with divisions going away, Please tell me how Ole Miss wins this conference with Oklahoma and Texas about to enter. Please tell me, Dustin. The floor is yours. Well, I think that Texas is in a better position, obviously, with um, their, their coaching situation with Sarkeesian, and, and they seem to be trending up. We'll see how their transition goes into the SEC. I think that both those teams are going to have a hard time. I think Oklahoma is going to have a really tough time. Yeah. Uh, but nothing's gonna change. Nothing's gonna change for Ole Miss. Like, here's my question: With them really trying to ramp up their NIL and all that today, why today? Yeah. What happened? What changed? You, did you get Did you get worried about something? Yeah. Uh, because you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Yep. So Philip Marshall reported. Uh, I'm just seeing it now. And I know it's been out there or whatever, but I kind of try to wait until I see an official report that Ole Miss has offered Lane Kiffin $9.5 million a year to stay. Now, we know because of state law, it can't be over four years. Yep. Man, I don't think that 9.5 is going to be – that's not going to be a deal breaker for Auburn. Nope. And four years is not going to – Auburn's going to go away over that. Mm-hmm. If everything is what it is reported, if everything is what it seems, which it has been – I mean, we're going on like a week or two of this, right? And it's all been the same thing. Um, other guys, his name have kind of come and gone with it. This is the only one that really seems – and you can read between the lines, right, Blake? Why would they be offering this today? Yep. Why did they push for NIL today? So, obviously, something's going on. Now, yep. Jimmy Sexton is a master. He is. And he is back there with doing his thing. But 9.5 in four years is not going not gonna to outbid. That's not going to outdo Auburn here. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just say that let's just say that Auburn said, we can't go more than that, but we'll match it. Yeah. Which isn't 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 the case, but for the sake of this this argument, let's say that if you're lane and your ultimate goal is to win championships and beat Nick Saban consistently and compete for SEC titles, win national titles, where would you do that? I hear I hear old men saying this stuff about facilities. Yes, you have nice facilities. Um, have you seen our have you seen our new performance center? Mm. Like. Mm. And we get a guy in there, you know how Auburn works. Yep. We get a guy in there like Lane and the excitement and the juice gets up. Dude. Man, there's no there's no limit to what like you can go on you can go to on to victory right now and donate money. Mm-hmm. What do you think is gonna happen the day that they announce Lane Kiffin as the head coach? Skyrockets. Right. Like and Ole Miss just doesn't have that. They can't do that. 
they can still push and, and make nice money and be a decent program, but they just don't have the level that Auburn does. Yep. So what does all that do? All that money is going into recruiting. All that money is going into getting these guys here and saying, okay, we have these opportunities for you. We can do this with you. Um, this ceiling is so much higher at Auburn. Yep. We've seen Auburn win titles. We've seen Auburn compete for titles. We've seen Auburn win SEC championships. It just was just something we just haven't seen from Ole Miss. And, and honestly, like, are you going to see it? I mean, Lane's probably got them to where they can go. Yep. So even if the money was the same, the Auburn job is still the better opportunity to win a national championship. Mm. Dustin, I'm going to tell you this, man. All right. And, and like I mentioned, Texas and Oklahoma. With divisions going away in this conference that was reported today by the SEC Commish. Divisions going away, Oklahoma and Texas joining this conference. So guess what? Now, historically, you're bumped down to ninth in this race. Alright? You're 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 not you're not an elite program all right and with them two joining yeah it might take them a little time i don't know it didn't take missouri much time you know texas a&m caught caught fire with with johnny and mike evans and they were a force for a couple years they didn't win their division but you know they were a force they knocked off alabama who knows i don't know what texas and oklahoma are going to do but i can tell you this all right you're not texas and you're not oklahoma so guess what you're getting pushed down even further to the bottom you're getting pushed down even further, Dustin. All right? So you're not who you think you are, and I hate that for you. I really do because I like Ole Miss. I've had an Ole Miss beat writer on this podcast, Brad Logan. All right? he He's with 247 over for Ole Miss, inside the Rebels. Okay? So I like Ole Miss. I, I respect Ole Miss. I, I think they're a great school. I think they, they have great. They have a great campus. They have great facilities, but you're not. You don't have Auburn facilities, okay? You don't have Auburn money. You're you're not yellow fella, okay? You don't. You just don't compare, man. And and what I'm saying about this nil stuff today, all right? You had people posting on your message boards that work in your nil office that it was an embarrassment that you couldn't raise money. For NIL. And there was people on those same message boards saying, hey, please delete this tweet and lie. Please lie about how much money we're raising. And bam, all of a sudden today you wake up and they, they're at $6.5 million in NIL money. Get out of here. I call cap. C-A-P. Cap. I call cap. That's a lie. All right? Get out of here, bro. You ain't you ain't at no six and a half million. I don't want to hear that. What you are is you were flat scared that Auburn is about to steal your chick, all right? Because your woman has been talking to somebody behind your back, all right? They she's been talking to somebody behind your back, all right? And the person that she's been talking to behind your back looks better, all right? Has more money than you, drives a nicer car than you. Has a bigger house than you, you know. Ninety thousand people uh, in a stadium called Jordan Hare compared to sixty three thousand people in Vault Hemingway. All right, that you beg for. Yeah. So guess what? All right, everything. Maybe the grass is a little greener on the other side lane. All right, because 
he's been flirting. Don't forget that he wanted the job in 2020. He was flirtatious in 2020, Dustin. So, you know, and and all these people, Dustin, who come out and say, well, Auburn, you know, they made they they were the laughing stock in 2020 of the hire. Look. Uh, all these people with the booster narrative and the excuse and all that, that it's a booster problem. Look, it was an athletic director problem in 2020. Let's, let's not get that twisted, okay? Uh, we had an athletic director who thought because he swam around in a hot tub with Brian Harson that he was the guy to change Auburn football, all right? With no SEC connections, no Southern roots, and things of that nature. No relationships built in this area well guess what all these people say well lane kiffin doesn't have southern roots well guess what he was a he was a saving disciple he built relationships when he was at the university of alabama he went down to florida atlantic and went down to south florida and recruited that area exceptionally well we know what he did at florida atlantic he took them to 10 wins dustin i mean come on the dude is a home run hire we have to strike gold here and we have to get this done he has relationships all over the country he can go to southern cal look at what he did with jackson dart he pulls jackson dart from southern california look where bryce young is at right now at the university of alabama he's a southern california kid that is an elite quarterback that is what we need at auburn we need to go get these type of dudes, man. And Lane Kiffin is the answer to all of that success, Dustin. He is. I truly believe that. And I feel like if you want to compete with Georgia and Alabama, you have to make this hire. You have to throw the kitchen sink at him. I don't care what it what it cost, whatever. 10 years, $120 million. All the people out there that are saying, oh no, we don't want to get into Texas A&M territory blasphemy bs get out all right i told can, you can I, can I say something on that yeah go ahead to, brother to, to those people go to on to victory.com and sign up sign up get in the nil Pay program Pay, put your money where your mouth is let's go if you if you if you're worried about how much money is being paid and all this kind of stuff that's not like i, I don't if they haven't shown you by now that they're not worried about paying money for this football thing, mm-hmm. by paying Gus Malzahn this much money to leave, by paying Ron Harson this much money to leave, like if you haven't figured that out yet, they don't care. Yep. And the money is there. So, do you see the deal that Bruce just got? Louisville sniffing around. Okay, we got you. Hey, uh, we're lacking in baseball. Like our facilities are falling behind the rest of the SEC, but we have a good program. Can we do something about that? Yeah, yeah, we got you. Mm. Look, the money's the money's there. Hey, Bruce, uh, Bruce says I need a new basketball facility. We're having to share with women's and the volleyball, and it's just becoming a hassle. Okay, we got you. Mm. The money's not a problem at Auburn, and if you and if you have, if you're worried about that, there's now an avenue for you to contribute. Mm. Yeah, that's that's good stuff right there, Dustin. I'm glad you brought that up, man. I, I really like that piece right there. Contribute to NIL if you have a problem with it. I, I like that. I mean, get your get your donations in there and and you know give give to these kids, give to this program because I think that Lane Kiffin has to take this job. I think this is the route for Auburn. And look, Dustin, would you be mad at Hugh Freeze? I know I wouldn't. Would you? No, hell of a fallback plan. Hell of a fallback plan. I completely agree. 
He wins games, bro. Look, and the thing about Hugh Freeze, Dustin, is all these people want to talk about his past. People, that was almost 10 years ago. It's time to let that go. Everybody deserves a second chance, man. What he has done at Liberty is is second to none. You know, and all these people say, "Oh, we, he lost to UConn last week." People, he's not going to be playing with with Liberty talent at Auburn. Okay, coaches, no, no coach has an undefeated record ever. Uh, it was so funny when when um, Ole Miss lost to LSU, and there were a couple people on Twitter that were like, "I'll block anybody that you know," and people people were like, "I don't know, influence is the right word," but you know, significant people. And they were just, this is your guy, this is your guy. It's like, man, you know, you show me the head coach that went 200-0 in his career. You lose games, everybody. You lose games. That's a fact, Dustin. That's a fact, man. You're going to lose games. Hey, you know, we watched the GOAT one lose one earlier this year, and then we watched him lose in Baton Rouge a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, you know, you're going to lose games, man. It's gonna happen. There's no avoiding it. You know, all these people say, "Well, he's not a good coach. He lost a he lost to LSU on the road." All right? What are you talking about? Like, okay. well, well, look, he he went for it on fourth down in the Alabama game, and it cost him. People look. All right, he knows at Ole Miss. He knows at Ole Miss. All right, you got to score tutters against Alabama, and he knows that. I honestly believe that him going for that on fourth down, I honestly believe in the back of his mind, he said, hey, my defense is shredded cheese, all right? I got to go for it. I got to go for the seven, all right? I, I, I can't settle for the three. And so does he do those things at Auburn? I doubt it because Auburn's, you know, we all know Auburn's going to have a tough D. And if I'm hearing the things like Will Muschamp coming back to Auburn to be a defensive coordinator if Lane Kiffin's hired, dude, come on. You don't have to go for it on fourth down at Auburn like you do Ole Miss. Come on. Give me a break, man. And and I tell you another thing, Dustin, is Lane's already expressed how frustrated he is with getting outbid by Texas A&M and schools like that. Like Texas A&M, Jimbo come right in there and took his defensive coordinator from him. Just straight said, hey, here you go. Here's more money than Ole Miss can offer you. Uh, come Come be my defensive coordinator. Look, man, you're going to keep getting outbid at Ole Miss. It's going to keep happening. Look look at Jeff Levy. Jeff Levy, as offensive coordinator last year, left him to go to Oklahoma. So you're going to, anytime somebody has success at a place like Ole Miss, they're going to bounce, man. They're going to go get paid. And that's just, that's just how Ole Miss is. You're, it, it's just a, it's a doorstep job. That, that's what it is, and and you know, like I said, if you're an Ole Miss fan listening to this, I'm sorry, I don't mean any disrespect to your program, but that's just the truth, man. It's 100 percent the truth, Dustin. Oh, I was for man. I pull for him in, in a lot of situations, um, but yeah, don't act like and just have perspective. I'm not saying that Auburn's the king of college football. No, we're not. We're not even the best team in our state. So. You know, Dustin, when I say that, look, I I, I kind of want to backpedal on that statement real quick. When I say that we're not even the best team in our state, Dustin, I mean we're not. We don't. We don't touch Alabama football. Alabama is the goat of college football, right, Dustin? The, 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 the Yankees, the Lakers. Just exa- exactly. You have to face that, and and you know sometimes we're the better team in our state. That's 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 where I'm kind of going with this. But we're not the better program. 
Okay, we don't we we don't hold a candle to what the University of Alabama does as a football program. We don't. And if and if you're an Auburn fan, book is way thicker than ours. There's a lot of things about Auburn that are better than Alabama. Like a lot more, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. But as far as just statistically comparing football success, they smoke the entire sport. Exactly. I mean, they've had Bear Bryant and Nick Saban as their head coaches. It's just they've had two dynasties. They've had two dynasties, Dustin. Two dynasties. Yeah, what are you going to do with that, man? You can't. Like, you can't touch it. It'll never be seen again. Ever. Ever. I now, who, who has given them the most hell, though? Auburn and LSU. That's why I say the West is a three-team race. And, and Dustin, what I'm that, that, that explains my entire argument, Dustin, is who are the two teams to beat Nick Saban the most? LSU and Auburn. They're tied right now. All right? They're, they're tied. All right, LSU beat them this year in in Death Valley, and now they're tied for beating Nick Saban the most. LSU and Auburn, man, and you look down there, and Dustin, my argument and and my pitch to Lane Kiffin is, you look down there at what Brian Kelly's building at LSU, and you look at the University of Alabama. All right, you better get out of Ole Miss into a better program. Because if you don't, you're going to get swallowed up. I'm telling you, Dustin. I'm telling you. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Texas is not going to have to beg for their fans to get involved with NIL. Oklahoma's not going to have to beg for that. No. No, not at all. Oil money out there in Texas, brother. They're wealthy people. They're not hurting for money. Texas is one of the biggest brands in college football. They're a top five brand in college football, Dustin. They're about to have a Manning on there, so that yeah. alone, about to be. Able, I mean, that, that money is going to keep coming from a marketing perspective. And 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 like I said the other night, Dustin, that's another thing, man. Is like there's been reports that the Mannings don't even like Lane. That. I mean, I don't know how true that is. I've just seen it on some Ole Miss message boards that people said they come out and they just don't like how Lane handles things. And I've heard Ole Miss fans say that they don't like how Lane doesn't cooperate inside the town and he doesn't like lighting the Christmas tree this year. I heard people say that he didn't even show up to that this year. And so, like, they don't like how he operates things. And you couldn't even get Arch Manning a kid where his grandfather and his uncle were legends and his father went to college. Like, you you couldn't even get him to your school. So, Lane, the writing's on the wall, man. Like, come on. I mean... I don't. I don't know what else I have to say, Dustin. I really don't. I. I just. I look at these two programs, man, and you try to make them similar, but they're miles apart. They're miles apart. Buddy, me and you've been on this one since Harvey was still a coach, dude. Um, and I guess. I guess my my biggest thing with all this is, I just. Like so, when Dab, Dabo the name came up and. We hadn't really talked about that because, quite, quite frankly, like I don't know how much there is to that. But even let's just say something ha- that happened. Let's just say Dabo became the coach. Um, I can still see a path where that didn't work out. Yeah, I have a hard time, and I think Dabo is one of the best coaches. I think he's a great coach. Like mm-hmm. I think highly of Dabo. Yeah. Um. I have a hard time mapping out a path where Lane Kiffin is not successful 
and not successful really fast at Auburn. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Like it's clearly the guy we want. Yep. Everybody wants him. Um, we've gone through two offensive coaches now, and now for the first probably the first half of Gus's tenure, we did score points, but obviously it went south. <laughs> um, but we, we've gone through a long time now, at least five years, of just piss-poor offense, pathetic yeah. offense. And it sucks because this is college football. Like, this is the NFL. This is a little less structured. More, a little crazy things happen. Man, points get scored on Saturdays. Yep. But we ain't been scoring them. Yeah. We got to start scoring some points. And Auburn's going to play defense. So you get the right coordinator in there under lane like you made the point. He can go get who he wants because we're not going to get outbid. And if we're not going to get outbid for Lane, then we're not going to get outbid for coordinators. I mean, if you're paying the money that it's going to take to get Lane, then you're all in. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it would be all in at that point. From a fan base perspective, it would be the first time in years that everybody was locked up and excited. Because, like, with Harson, we talked ourselves into it because we're fans and that's what you would do. Mm-hmm. And if it ends up being somebody like Luke Fickle, that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to talk ourselves into it. Well, he yep. doesn't have a good record. Um, <laughs> just don't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got time for that. Yeah. Lane Kiffin. This is the guy. He's a top five coach right now. The guy's seasoned. He's been around, like you said, he's been around the whole country at this point, building relationships and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's just not a lot of there's just not a lot of negatives. Listen, I hear the stuff about Lane. Okay, Lane not lighting a Christmas tree. Yeah. And maybe Auburn is a place where if if Auburn was having a Christmas tree light, they would want <clears throat> they would want the head football coach to show up at Auburn too. Yeah. I know all. And if he didn't, people would be like, hmm. But here's the difference. Because Harson Harson is the same way. But here's the difference in that. Harson wasn't winning games. Hmm. Preach, and, brother. And Harson wasn't, Harson wasn't recruiting. Yeah. So that's where that, you're not going to have those questions. But when, do you care if Lane Kiffin is there to put the star on the Christmas tree in no. downtown Auburn, if we're ten and two, Nick, I don't care. No, I want Dustin. I want Joey Freshwater at Sky Bar. That's what I want. All right, I don't. I don't. I don't want a Christmas tree lit. I want Joey Freshwater at Sky Bar. All right, I want Joey Freshwater walking up and down the sidelines at Jordan Hare on Saturdays, baby. That's what I want. Yeah, with like imagine seeing this consistently, Auburn versus a SEC team. And then on that big old scoreboard we paid all that money for, imagine saying Auburn, and then 40-something. Yeah. Imagine a four with a number after it on that board. Yeah. That's what you're going to get with Lane Kiffin. Mm. Love you it. You have to do it. You have to do it. I love it. I love just thinking about it. I mean, oh, man. Exhausting, man. I, I, hopefully we can find something out right after the Iron Bowl, maybe the Egg Bowl. <laughs> So mm. I feel like we're a week away from kind of knowing for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I mean, man, I uh, the only the only thing that and there's some people close to me in my life that are Auburn fans that just refuse to get excited, and they just it's just the Java it's just the Java thing. 
and you can say all you want that it's a new day and Cohen's going to do things differently and all that kind of stuff. But I do respect people that say, well, I got to see it to believe it. Um, so here's your opportunity. And, and you know, you know how every, uh, every election, the politicians say, this is the most important election of our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is kind of like, this is kind of the most important hire Auburn's made in a long time. Absolutely. Like we need, we need to get this on right. Cause LSU's on the up and up and they already, they already won the West and, First year, absolutely. We're gonna get better. Georgia ain't going nowhere. Bama's Bama. So, man, we gotta we gotta do this. It, it has to be lame. We have to get this right. And uh, I feel like that's gonna be the move. Ultimately, there's just so much smoke. But I do understand and respect the thought process of there's too much smoke and just being a jaded Auburn fan. Like there's just no way we we pull this off. So we'll see, man. It's going to be a long week. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it next week, Dustin. I know uh, there's a basketball game tomorrow night, man. I will be live on YouTube, Facebook, and hopefully I can add my my Twitter page in there, man. Hopefully we can get that going and everybody can join in on the chat, man. I will be live tomorrow night. I I decided to stay home from the high school football games, man. It's too too cold for me, Dustin. Way too cold for me, brother. So um, yeah, I hear you. I'm thinking about maybe going out to uh, to Chip League and watching old story. There you well, go. That kind of depends. Yeah, it kind of depends on what time I get off work. Though. That's about an hour from where I'm at. Okay, well, I heard that, man. Uh, keep me updated on that if you do go, brother. And our final thoughts for the night, Dustin. I'll leave you with this one. Drop your drop your Twitter handle, your social media, whatever you got, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. You can find me on Twitter at dmichaud28. It's dmichaud28. Love to hear that, Dustin, man. Like always, I appreciate you coming on tonight, man. I, I have a blast doing these Auburn podcasts with you, brother. And for this one, we're out, and we'll leave you with the War Damn Eagle. Hey, War Eagle. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.